Welcome everybody to FanStream Sports powered by DSP Media. This is episode number 42 of the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz. I'm your host Rob Fedoff, also known as RPT to discuss men's right now. We just talked the women's uh, big win at Virginia Tech. Today, the men played Georgia, coming off that disappointing home loss to Marquette last week. That was a fiasco. This was called the Holiday Hoops Giving, played in downtown Atlanta, not on the campus of Georgia. You would have thought at the first half, we had set, we made seven of 13 three-pointers. We out-rebounded Georgia 15 to 14. You think, oh, we're up by 10 points at half. Not the case. Down 41 to 36 over a much more athletic Georgia team. They uh, forced nine turnovers for us. They shot nine of 11 from the free throw line in the first half. We just have no inside presence, both offensively and defensively. We do run that, you know, pretty much the inside uh, game of the pick and roll, the give and go to Nate Lashevsky, as I have in my notes here. But it's not that great. Remember Luke Herringote? He was at best 6'6", undersized big man, played from 2006 to 2010 at Notre Dame. He's probably 35, 36 years old right now. I don't even know if he's playing overseas. He would be more of a presence, both offensively and defensively, for Notre Dame at this point. I said it last week, just because we're more experienced than all these other teams, we have all these graduate uh, uh, players right now, it doesn't mean that we're going to be successful. I know coach Bray likes to go very old with his teams. That only works when you have athleticism as well. That great 2015 team that almost beat Kentucky in the lead eight. You had Jaron Grant, Pat Connaughton, Demetrius Jackson, Zach, Zach August, great athletic team, some role players in there too. Veteran team as well, and even the 2016 team, veterans as well, but they had athletes too. And I just don't see it from now until the end of ACC play, this team making the tournament. I thought it was a joke when the announcer said, this is just going to be another resume builder uh, for if Notre Dame wins this game today, because they were acting more or less like, we're going to go to the NCAA tournament regardless. We're lucky to make the NIT this year, the way we're playing right now. J.J. Starling's our best athlete. I thought he was going to be a one and done. I'm not so sure now. The kid cannot shoot. Yes, he can create his own shot. You know, he drives well to the hoop to get some easy buckets there. Very athletic. But the way he's shooting right now, if I'm an NBA GM, I'm not taking him in the first round. He'd be wise to stay another year if this continues. So let's go here to the... Uh, we end up losing the game. Let me get to that 77 to 62. We did cut it to three points with about 10 minutes to go. But what does Georgia do? They go inside. We can't stop it. They use their athleticism. We can't keep shooting the three that well. As I said before, seven for 13, that's great numbers in the first half. Yes, we have great three point shooters, but I don't care how great of three point shooters you have. I don't care if you have Larry Bird, you're not going to keep hitting threes like that the rest of the game. You got to have more of an inside outside presence, and we don't have that. I'm sorry to tell you that. Nate Lashevsky had a good game 20 points, four or seven from the three point land. JJ Starling, 14 points. Uh, Trey Wirtz, six. Cormac Ryan, 15. 
Dom Campbell off the bench at the end, zero points. Ben Allen Lubin, one of his weaker games off the bench this year, two points. And Marcus Hammond, who I thought would be a little bit better at this time, a transfer from Niagara. I know he's still coming off of that injury, but it's been about three or four games now. Zero points, had some key turnovers in that first half when we were hanging with Georgia. As I mentioned before, this was the first game since the Marquette, Marquette game last week. And I watched the press conference that Coach Bray had in the Marquette uh, after the Marquette game. Coach Bray's always that very confident guy. He's a great guy. Don't get me wrong. He's the winningest men's basketball coach in Notre Dame history. But I want to go back to last week's game against Marquette and the press conference for Coach Bray. I can't say it enough. Coach Bray's a great guy, very enthusiastic guy. He's done wonders for this program since uh, 2000 when he took over the job for Matt Doherty. However, and I, I can't say that he's the winningest coach in Notre Dame history. However, I just think it may be his time to go. And in, during that press conference, I saw a man defeated. He looked like I, I could see like in the back of my mind, his mind. I can't read his mind, but I'm thinking, does he think my time has passed? The game has passed me for my coaching skills. It happened to Roy Williams two years ago. But I want to go back to the Marquette game last week and during the press conference. Coach Bray is always this very enthusiastic person, great energy. He's been great for Notre Dame. Don't get me wrong. Despite all the issues I've had with him and criticism, he's the winningest coach in Notre Dame men's basketball history. Took us to two Elite Eights. He's been the Big East Coach of the Year, the ACC Coach of the Year, National Coach of the Year. He made Notre Dame basketball relevant. But if you watch that press conference last week for the Marquette game, he looked like a man defeated, like the game has passed him by. Very similar to Roy Williams two years ago at North Carolina, won three national titles there. But I remember when he stepped aside, he said, this isn't the game I'm used to, where I was successful. We have the transfer portal now. Uh, we have uh, NIL. This just isn't what I want to do anymore. And I think Coach Bray would be great in the TV game with that great personality he has. That 2018 class that came in, they were saying, even though it may take two to three years, that was the team that was going to get to the Final Four and maybe even compete for a national title. It's not happened that way. Maybe they weren't as good as advertised. I think that's the case. And maybe Coach Bray's time has passed. I can't say enough. He's a good guy. But maybe as this season, if this season continues like the way it has, don't be surprised if he resigns. This class now that are graduate students, we have about three graduate students. And some of those guys were transfers too. But we also had Prentice Hub, who left to play overseas last year. He was a senior. And then Robbie Carmody. He's pretty much on the bench now. He was highly recruited with the 2018 class. He's been hurt for the last five years. Very unfortunate. He would have been, who knows how good of a player he would have been. But I think, too, this class maybe wasn't as good as advertised. And I think he thought, a lot of us fans thought, this would be the class to finally get to that Final Four. It just hasn't been the case. And I'm just starting to think, does he think, I just don't want to do this anymore? He won't admit it probably, but I just think that 
his system has kind of grown stale. Billy Donovan has been in the NBA the past seven or eight years. He's been okay. I would love to see him get back into the college game. And I think that'd be a great fit at Notre Dame. He's still a fairly young guy. He's only 59, I believe. And that's still pretty young for a college coach. So I know I said Shaka Smart. That'd be a great fit as well. We got to get to that point. Maybe we can turn this around. I just don't see it with the limited athleticism we have with this team. It's just not going to get any better. So next game for Notre Dame men's basketball is this Wednesday on the ACC Network. Florida State, who's absolutely terrible this year. But here's the thing. They're very athletic. And as I told you all along this year, in the last two games, we struggle with athletic teams. We're right now seven and four. We could very easily be five and six. This team's just not that good. And I don't see them getting any better. We're just limited. It is what it is, people. So in any event, thank you so much for joining me for episode 41. It's a jam-packed day today for both men's and women's basketball. This is Fan Stream Sports powered by DSP Media. And as always, go Irish. Go Irish.